Hey, Julie. Hey, Julie. Welcome to Hey, Julie. I'm getting straight into it. I'm not even asking how you are, Danielle. Danielle, our inboxes, Twitter, emails, they runneth over. Colin B says, double eviction question. Julie Chen Moon Vez's hair created the scary verse. We got Menchies in the in the x.com slash app. Uh, Margot Robbie says the Bob distracts from her ugly outfit. Danielle, what is going on with Julie Chen's hair? Julie Chen is if people don't know this, Julie Chen is currently performing two roles. One is the role of big brother host hostess with the mostess. The other is promoting her book which is called But First God. She wrote a book (laughs) called But First God. And she is on the promotional circuit talking about how she doesn't, she still supports her husband, Les Moonves. And she found God somehow through this ordeal. So I believe that this haircut is meant to distract from, she's given a couple interviews and I think they've been like not well received because basically everyone's like, so your husband got fired or stepped down from CBS because he was the subject of several, several sexual misconduct complaints, several. And instead of being like, yeah, and we talked about it and here's my take on it. She just kind of avoids the question is like, can we talk about butt first God? So it has not been well received in the press. I think the haircut is to distract. This is my theory. She picked a crazy haircut. I don't even think it's her real hair. I think it's a wig, honey. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. I was prepared to come on here and be like, let's give Julie Chen Moonbez a little bit of grace. We don't know what she's going through. Does she have... I'll tell you what she's going through. A promotional tour for her book. (laughs) Does she have... does, Does she have cancer? Does she have alopecia? What's going on? Like, because I don't think that's her hair either. That hair was not real. That was stage hair. But it was so shocking for the episode to start high and tight, just like the haircut. Yeah. I'm like, I I actually, it was crazy. There's a lot of negativity to say about to, negative things to talk about about this week of Big Brother, include and many negative comments by Matt May in our live chat. Our, I can see they just are rolling. Like he had this pre-written this guy, this. <laughs> but <laughs> but the negative the one thing positive I will say about the start of Thursday night's episode is they kept it tight. Basically, the announcer was like, "He's mad at him." She's mad at her. Let's start this episode. <laughs> like, it was really good. He kept it real tight. It was a short yeah, previously I, on. They didn't even they didn't even talk down to us uh, or demean us with a, oh, maybe they're going to try and flip. Maybe, yeah. Oh, oh, you, oh maybe Suri's going to try and save Cameron now. They didn't even do that. Like, there probably was just no even, no footage. No. Of, footage not of even an att- Oh, yeah. Of, of that <laughs> attempt. You know what? It was better because I feel like many double evictions in the past, it's like 25 minutes into the episode and we're still recapping things from Wednesday yeah. morning. And we're like, what are we doing? And then Julie Chen there, with she's pulling out her hair. She's like, come on, guys. We need to move fast. I don't know. Maybe don't do four competitions in 30 minutes. Maybe do four competitions in 45 minutes. Well, now we're not getting we any do. competitions, Brett. So what do you think about that? Now we're not getting any competitions all week. You know, that 
that is devious. And I do what I think that is. Everyone's going to be itching for competitions. It's going to be, it's going to be much. First of all, I do think there's competitions Reverse as part psychology. of the, I do believe there are competitions as part of the, of the zombie thing. Like they are going to be competing in some sort of way. If you want some competitions, uh, uh, what is that? What's that sound? Hmm. That's the bugle of one Josh Dumal. Funny <laughs> games. Chicago's found- finest versus the nerds from Memphis. It might. So I had the screen still on after last night's episode. And so I saw 30 seconds of buddy games and it is so unwatchable. Like yeah. it is so bad. Okay. First game. So I let, <laughs> we'll talk about big brother. We, <laughs> we will for sure. So I was watching the double eviction and then I let it run over into buddy games, which was as one does on CBS. By yeah. And it starts it starts with a narrator saying, previously on Buddy Games. <laughs> Do we need that? Is <laughs> yeah, this right? House of Cards? <laughs> yeah. Is this Game of Thrones? Why am I saying words like that? I don't know. But- Chandler Bing over here. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need a previously on. And then, but I watched the previously on because I was incredibly interested. Josh Dumal is explaining that Buddy Games comes from his personal experience. <laughs> he has been participating in Buddy Games himself for years with his buddies. He that sold is- this IP to CBS. <laughs> He's like, I have my life rights. My life isn't that interesting, but I do toboggan occasionally with my friends. With my adult friends. I mean, listen, you got to solve something. You got to, you got to, when you pitch, you have to make it seem like you've lived it, right? Like, so he had to be like, this is my true life. I do this with friends. I play the bugle. I'm the boogie woogie bugle boy. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I participate in water balloon flights. High concept water balloon flights with my friends. It's real. It's true to life. And it's really about... A journey. Thank you. At the end of the day. Thank and it's you. about finding yourself. So Big Brother this week was, I mean, like I, I texted you. I, I've been kind of like digging Big Brother again. Yeah. And then I think the game like really opened up in a really interesting way. Like one of the things that was slightly bumming me out about the season was just seemed like, all right, well, Suri's going to win. And I just, you know, pardon me for like wanting to be surprised right. i wanted to be surprised and i actually thought we were like moving into this next phase of the game and the game was opening up and even still i do think the game has like opened up in, in a different way but like it's hard to talk about this without talking about like the last two seconds of of the show on thursday night where we had a double eviction and no one went home and well, you, we would expect to be losing two people tonight. And actually, everyone's still there. And a full week is going to go by. And only one of them still will have left. It's, 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 I'm so annoyed. I'm so tired. Well, here's where I feel so wise. I feel wise <laughs> and mature yeah. and above Danny it all. Right. Because I had no expectations. My expectations have been out the window for weeks. I have just been going with the flow. I don't care if Sari wins and it's a steamroll, whatever. I think it's been since since they didn't evict Jag. 
That was when I was like, well, this is kind of annoying. Yeah. And because it happened to Cameron, we were all okay. People were okay with it because it screwed over someone no one liked. But like now the shoe's on the other foot and the people no one liked got the benefit and are back in the game. This is a show about evicting people from the house. And that has not happened for several weeks now. Months, months years perhaps. <laughs> yeah. the, they don't ever leave this house. You can check out anytime you want, but you can never leave can never the Big leave. Brother house. Danielle, do you know I'm seeing the Eagles in a few weeks? I did not know that. I knew you were seeing Barry Lyndon tomorrow. <laughs> I am seeing I am seeing Barry Lyndon tomorrow. I am seeing You're the see, Eagles in a few Eagles weeks. Are the Eagles alive? Some of them are not. R.I.P. Because that was a great song. Well, no, Don Henley is alive. Don Henley sings Hotel California. He's alive. So he'll do that for sure. Do you think they ever yeah. get tired of singing the hits? I think of it. That's this what the money's for. That's what the money's for. <laughs> They've been singing that song for a long time. <laughs> they really have. They really have. <laughs> but you have to do it. When are you seeing them? Why are you seeing them? <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't you okay. just press play on Spotify and listen to Hotel California? And it's yeah, the no. Same well, thing? So on, I will say this on July fourth, uh, I was having America's a conversation. Birthday. Never forget. <laughs> uh, I was having a friend conversation with a friend. We were talking. We were in the car driving to a party, and were you driving? My, I was not driving. Okay, you just need to set the scene. I, I was drinking just. and not driving. <laughs> okay, and the Eagles were on. And my very, very, one of my closest friends in the world, I was like, hey, the Eagles are great. And he was like, yeah, the Eagles are awesome. And his wife was like, the Eagles are not good. I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. And then we fought. And then all of a sudden, plans were in action. I got a text message. Should we go to see the Eagles? Wow. We're going. Oh, and Steely Dan's opening them up, opening up for them, too. So it's going to be. You're going to be the youngest concert. person there. I am. <laughs> Literally approaching 40, and I'm going to be the youngest person there. But that's what we love. We love to feel that way. Oh, yeah. Except yeah. for when I watch Big Brother, I'm the oldest person watching Big Brother. But like I said, that's why I'm so wise. And I did not have high expectations. I knew that the, I knew there were going to be more bad twists. I knew more bad things were going to happen in this house. I, I knew. I, it's I, like, I figured a buyback would come back in some fashion or whatever. So I, I guess I wasn't totally surprised. But like... Really, two like audience not faves. I mean, no, I know the Space Cowboy is like yeah. number one on your rankings, but <laughs> really, two like it's the quite casual and me, <laughs> quite difficult people. I actually, to, I thought he watch. came across great in his eviction. I have to say, yeah, no, he has he has that Cody thing of like prob probably a legitimately not good person in real life, um, but. The fact that he is so different from the rest of them and so opposed to the rest of the house, he he's like a villain to the point of being an underdog. Well, I and also like, think Cody's a good um, comparison because I also think it's like it's not what he it's what he doesn't say. It's that yeah. he doesn't say much. So it he, um, in a way, it's very clever. He doesn't give a lot of rope to hang himself with like when talking with Julie or I guess some of the house guests I know when you're watching feeds you see him chatting more but like he comes across in the show as like very 
um, space cowboy, stoic, mute, I would almost say. Like, he just doesn't say a lot. So you're sort of like, as a casual, you're left to be like, why does everyone hate this guy? Even though we know better than well, most casuals. Well, you watch casuals. the feeds or like when you watch the... Um the 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 button the the boiler cooker the shrimp boil competition the pressure cooker <laughs> pressure cooker yeah yeah when you watch that and he's like y'all want to hear a story of the most interesting thing that's happened in my life and he just so like boring. talks about like yeah a, a fucking mountain he saw once yeah no, like I did love that a couple weeks ago when he and Izzy had to do the little piggy competition mm-hmm. and she was like I hate Cameron so much I'm gonna give him a taste of his medicine and she's gonna be like just talking about flutes for 14 hours while they <laughs> pace around the backyard carrying cups of, of dirt. I miss Izzy. I miss Heisem. I <laughs> love that they're living their best lives right now. I know. Good for them for like being out. And I, I am glad that they aren't in jury. I can't believe we're not at jury yet. I say this every week. Not only are we not in jury, but Julie also said last night that we're like approaching the halfway mark. <laughs> We have, there are so many people in this house and so many people who are absolutely pointless. I really wish Jag had gone home. I like, he's a fine person. This is nothing about him as a person. As a player in Big Brother 25, I think we've seen enough. (laughs) No, and Matt too. Like, like what a sweet, great guy. But like, these guys are going to get to the, like, I, I, at this point, like, I kind of feel that like Jag and Matt are going to like make it to final two together. And it's going to be like, Okay, these guys, sure. Sure, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you sure. know who's coming? Sure. I, I hate to say this. I hate to say this because it's gonna doom it's gonna doom him, but Corey is like on a heater right now. He's just Yeah, Corey's doing well. He like he causes this fight, you know, backing up to last Sunday's episode, which I which I really liked, the meatball wall episode. Yeah. Okay, the competition was funny. And, like, we need to start, like, a 14-part, like, JFK assassination conspiracy theory podcast about why Bowie Jane jumped. Like, <laughs> why did she do that? Why did know. she jump? I don't know. I don't know. know. <laughs> and so close to the end. I don't know. <laughs> and we will never find out. But Jared, we saw Jared step into it. And you do not want to step into it with the most convincing man in the country. <laughs> the most TM. persuasive 18-year-old in America. In America. He's won he's won more competitions than days he's been alive. Of yeah. Com- of debate. Debate <laughs> club competition. <laughs> yes. And man, my my boy Jared just like uh not not really convincing. He's just like gaslighter special with yeah. all of the fights that he's been in this week where it's like he doesn't know what to say. He starts blaming other people. He starts saying, no, you're wrong. He does the thing. Again, I'll say this every year. Whatever. All the Hey Julie listeners, when you're on Big Brother, when you're on Survivor, when you're on The Traitors, <laughs> once someone starts like getting really emotional and like when – about their lie. You don't know if it's a lie. They start getting really emotional. Actually, I'm really pissed off that you even suggested that to me. That's the that's the number one. The, sign the of key. Lying. Yeah. That's the key. That's <laughs> the giveaway. The key. And, he, and he just did all the greatest hits of like, I'm lying and I'm, I'm trying guilty. to gaslight you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and the, the little king, 
Le petit the most prince. convincing, the pipsqueak. Yes. He just mopped the floor with Jared. It was, yeah. it was like, oh, wow. He like, you saw him like kind of coming into his own. He's growing a little mustache. <laughs> he's like kissed someone. Finally. It's, it's yeah. It's all happening for Corey, which means he's probably gonna go home in like a week or two, but it's happening. He's, Didn't I say like, sorry, what's up? He's having a, re- Corey is having a bit of a redemption hero arc. Maybe not redemption. It's not like he was ever public enemy number one, but he's proving himself. He's proving himself. He's the pipsqueak little brother of a no-name Survivor contestant. And since day one, he's had to prove that he's not just a flop like his brother. And this this recent week, he has proven that. Corey Wurtenberger, Zach Wurtenberger, from worst to first, I think he's going to win. You think Corey's going to win? I think so. Let's put, let's remember this for Brett was right. Danny was right. This is going to be a very hashtag Brett was wrong sort of situation. <laughs> but I said this, he, all he needs to do is survive the first week. Like the nerd, the Uber nerd is always nominated the first week, which he was. Mm-hmm. And But that wasn't on purpose. They, that was by default. Yeah. <laughs> but he was, and I don't know, but he survived the week. Yeah. He's gotten the good he, graces and now of he's certain like, people. Yeah. Now everyone loves him. I want to talk about Blue. Men want to be him. <laughs> women want to be with him. He's like Austin Powers in that way. Yeah, yeah baby. Because <laughs> well, while we're speaking about like people in the Jared periphery this week, because Jared won HOH. So obviously he's sort of like the star of the week. He got into the fight with Corey, but he also got into a fight with Blue. I'm coming around on blue a little bit. <laughs> That's <laughs> on our where girl I tweeted boots. out a little boots per slay from our Twitter account. <laughs> I'm coming around on boots a little bit. Maybe it's because I'm not watching feeds at all anymore. <laughs> yeah. So I don't yeah, really. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really it. know <laughs> what's going on. But the television edit of blue, I'm really enjoying because she presents herself as like, I'm not going to take this anymore. Like this guy, she, it seems like she's realizing that she's in not so hot a relationship with Jared. I also am very confused. I've made about, a huge mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Is Jared in a relation, a serious relationship outside of the house? I'll believe so, anything. If so, how can he so unscrupulously be in a Pretty serious relationship inside that. I've seen all sorts of weird. This is on TV, right? (laughs) No, no. I mean, Boots doesn't either. Like most of these people don't, other than Sari. Like Sari, like hits her mark. She knows. Yeah. Like I've seen all sorts of stupid stuff about Jared online. It's like he's in a relationship. He has a child. Listen, like I don't fucking know. Yeah, (laughs) I have no clue. Probably not. No, he's not young. He's like pretty young though, too. He's like twenty-two. Yeah, he's young. This is what I said about both him and Corey. They're both the young, dumb bros. Except Corey is not as, not too the dumb. the smartest boy in the world. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they came across as in their intro interviews, which, you know, you can actually tell a lot about a person from those interviews. When I saw Jared getting evicted last night, I was like... Because he comes out and he has this big, like, kind of boyish smile. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, w- waving at the audience. And he's, like, yeah. I'm like, oh, my gosh. There is the kid who was in those first, in, like, those intro videos before the season even started. And he's, like, um, 
oh, I don't know. My mom's very good. And, and he would laugh after it. everything you and said. And he didn't know what he was saying. Yeah. In the past, like, two weeks, he's like a freaking, like... He's like the bullet farmer from from Mad Max. He's like wearing sunglasses and like screaming at everyone. Well, we got to see when he walked out with that boyish smile, we got to see him the way Suri sees him, you know, as just a little a little prince, a little sweetie pie. Um, he yeah. was also Joy, Joy Truex in the chat says was not wearing shoes. Throwback to Austin. The iconic. Because they didn't realize, didn't eviction. they know that it was going to be a double eviction, even though it wasn't actually a double eviction at the end? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, they weren't aware. What was the, I mean, was that what the, like, the scramble verse, uh, like, Wheel of Fortune note was? Like, with, that didn't was missing letters? Was oh, yeah. that, like, oh, a double eviction is happening tomorrow? Or did they literally just put, like, random letter? Are we ever no. going to find out what the completed message of that Someone on Twitter, like, kind of figured it out. It was oh, like okay. a zombie is coming back into the house. Like, they oh. they put it together. It was basically something about a zombie coming back into the house. Um, before, listen, let me just read this monologue <laughs> that Matt May sent us in the chat. Speaking of the chat. Y'all are missing out character. by not hopping on the YouTube. I almost didn't log on. It's nothing about the two of you, but I'm still so pissed about how last night's episode ended. After probably the best week of Big Brother, we've probably gotten full of fights, drama, lies being exposed, the game actually being played, topped off by a double eviction of Cam and then Jared. It was just great Big Brother. And I was like, yeah, this is why I still watch this. I remember now. And then, well, then. Julie drops the bomb about the zombies and the twist. And it was just the highest of highs to the lowest of the lows. But I'm here among friends to hopefully heal. Knowing we'll only be hurt again. I had to get out. No one else but the Hey Julie community would understand. So just we're here for you. We're here for you. It's true. No one but us will understand. Literally no one mistake. watches the show. <laughs> People do watch the show. My theory... It's hot. It is so hot. My theory from a couple weeks ago, maybe last week, I don't remember, about how like it's becoming a normie. Like people are not ashamed to say they watch Big Brother anymore, and that's not good. We need a little bit of shame in our lives, actually. We should be oh, ashamed. Yeah. But a lot of people oh, are yeah. coming out of the woodwork being like, I actually like Big Brother and I'm gonna start watching it. And I've been watching it this season, and I'm just like, Well, welcome to the club. I guess I can't gatekeep it, but like We've been here, okay? We've been in the trenches of Big Brother. We have been. We have been. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I still mention to people in the world that I like Big Brother, and they're like, is that still on? <laughs> some people say that, but some people are like, me too. Hashtag me too. Hashtag I'm in a group chat too. at work about Big Brother. Like people oh, wow. like Big Brother. I was in a group chat at work before text messaging was really a thing. When I was like 17 years old, I worked at a supermarket and no one else watched Big Brother. But all the old women who were cashiers watched Big Brother. So I would have conversations about like OG Big Brother. Well, now the, guess what, Brett? You and I are the old women <laughs> watching Big Brother. That's for sure. <laughs> Um, what about America? Sure. What about America? Not the place, the person. Oh, I'll, I'll start off with America. Wednesday's episode starts. Yeah. 
and she is frothing. She's ready to go. America's like, I am on the block with Corey and I'm turned on. <laughs> I'm turned yeah. on by me and my man being in danger. I think America is great casting. She's great. Um, yeah, she's really the voice of the people. I've said this before. I think she gives great TV. She gives great uh, diary room sessions. And I do think she's a fun character. I think... I'm I'm being honest. I think if it hadn't been Corey, she would have hooked up with someone this season because I think she's a fellow hashtag horny girl. <laughs> so I think she would have needed to. But like, I, I've said this before. I need America to do something other than make out with Corey and give great like confessionals in the DR. Yeah. She's very fun. She, she says what the audience is saying all the time. She has a good grasp on what's going on in the game and who, where alliances actually lie, who to actually trust, like how she wants to blow things up and cause chaos in the game as well. Not just cam. Like she vocalizes all of that stuff. It's just, it's like, she doesn't actually, she has no sway with anyone. She doesn't really have any, Riz, as the kid with kids would say, with like in nah. terms of gameplay, Corey got rizzed up. America was <laughs> America was Livy in this scenario, <laughs> and Corey was Baby Gronk. Corey is Baby Gronk. We should. <laughs> I mean, that will be that is so us to tweet a meme that is that old <laughs> about Big Brother. <laughs> a meme from this summer about Corey being Baby Gronk, but like Spe she even yeah. gave him a hug. She even gave him a hug. Do you think that Corey is the new Riz King? <laughs> he he was the Riz King last night. He won HOH. He he was. Speaking of memes, let's go to Mimi Corner. Oh, <laughs> please do. Also, hanging in the back, hanging, waiting in the wings mm -hmm. with a knife, with a knife and a body bag. She's ready. She's ready. She doesn't like anyone in this house. The I was only really hoping. Go ahead. Sorry. She trusts is Miss Felicia, and I. I'm like kind of ready for Nicole to like make a complete bonkers move that's like not gonna be popular with the house, not gonna be popular with, um, you know, the players in the house. I was kind of half expecting Nicole to sort of lead a sort of like, wait, why are we voting out Cameron over America? Like, right. I was kind of, and I think they might have even had the votes to at least force a tie and have Jared ultimately choose. It was hard because Jared voted out. Jared really wanted Cameron out. I, I was almost thinking, granted, it's all completely meaningless. The events of the last week, the events of this week, the events of pretty much yeah. every week on Big Brother are completely <laughs> meaningless. Yeah. It's hard because it's like, I was really thinking all week, as much as I wanted to, like, I was like, yeah, I want to see the villain go. Like, I kind of want to see America and Corey stay together a little bit. I was thinking, like, is the better move actually getting rid of America right now? And are people going to realize that? And as much as Cameron, you know, is is kind of outwardly going for, for Suri and Jared, is he? Or is he, is someone up against the wall willing to, do something different i almost again and i was thinking this yesterday but it doesn't fucking matter i was wondering is the eviction of cameron the beginning of the end for sari is that like one of her big mistakes in this game who fucking knows mm -hmm. anymore but like what if keeping 
Cameron and letting go of America create a situation where Corey doesn't win HOH. Maybe Cameron wins HOH and he recognizes that like maybe Matt and Jag are more of a powerful couple in this house. Well, it's hard to know. It's hard to know how any of these things play out. Like we also think about the Heisen eviction as kind of a turning point in the game where it might, or it kind of hurt the power Alliance for a, a little bit there by getting out one of their own. But it's so hard to tell how these things actually have an effect on the game because the amount of twists, which and a twist basically every twist is just like no one's leaving. Yeah, I'm leaving. <laughs> I want to leave, leave this earth. <laughs> you cannot leave. It is meaningless, as Charles Spears in the chat says. I um I anticipate that Cameron is going to be the one re-entering the house. So basically, Julie let us know that the twist is two people got evicted finger quotes but they'll return to the house as zombies so they both get to go back into the house and they're wearing like ripped sweatshirts (laughs) right and they have like their photo on the memory wall is them with like bags under their eyes and like like a drop of blood (laughs) me (laughs) me on a saturday morning (laughs) but so one i think they're playing a competition to see who gets to actually stay back in the house but julie said there's no so yeah there are competitions happening but like no HOH, no POV. It's a different week. I anticipate that it's going to be Cameron going back into the house. Uh, yeah. I do. I prefer this. Um, oh, yeah. If that's if it's between Jared and Cameron, I much prefer Cameron going back in. Let me just say something right now. Say it. We all know I don't like Cameron and I didn't like him from the second I saw his profile. I said, there's something up with this. There's weird vibes, weird energy about this guy. But he does know how to say the right things to a casual viewer like myself to get me all whipped up in a frenzy. When he says things like, I want to cause chaos. I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> <it's cowboy." laughs> like it's him in America. But he America says she wants to do this stuff, too. But Cameron has the goods to actually back it up. So I really do hope that Cameron does go back into the house. I even think that he could partner with Suri. Like, I think he's open to doing anything. And now that Jared's gone, like if it all goes in the way my fantasy is playing it out. With Jared gone, I don't mind Suri hooking up with other people and lasting longer and even making it to the end. Because like the advantage is gone for her. And she's faced enough adversity at this point. Like, it doesn't bother me so much. It's not not that it was really bothering me that much before, but like, it was a little annoying. One thing though- And we've also seen, oh, sorry. I was just gonna say, the one thing that's really annoying is like, the secret will never come out. No one's ever gonna find out that they were mother and son until they leave. Jared, you just got evicted from the house. Do you know that there's a secret relationship (laughs) in the house? Yeah. And I and Saria actually is kind of in a position of weakness now, and we saw it in the knockout competition last night, mm, where three people her. in a row were like Saria, yeah. and that she, was fun. That was good. Yeah, like that was like, ooh, that's not good. She did not have a good hour there, where she was like, oh, I probably gave the BB casting yeah. producers the wrong son's phone number. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. My son is gone. Give me back my son. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And everyone's ganging up on me. Yeah, now Sari's kind of the underdog. Yeah, and Felicia, you know, who was kind of like one of her, she was like, you know, you know, 
And and that was the thing too. Like I think I mean Sari didn't ultimately have very much control over it because the house wanted to get out Izzy over. She wanted to keep Izzy, but she kind of of her three closest allies a week ago, Izzy, Felicia, Jared, Izzy was the best one, like at yeah. playing the game and most loyal. Jared is obviously loyal, but Jared is like Jared's such a loose cannon with everybody else. He he's a he was a liability for her. And like yeah. you saw it in her eyes when she's like, I like she knows he's going home. She knew he was going home. And she's like, but I'm like, I can't, I can't make it. She you couldn't vote him out, but I couldn't she vote knew. him out. Yeah. yeah. Like, and she's like, damn. And yeah, we're, we're never gonna find out. What a what a, and like and boots. The freaking return of Boots this week, which <laughs> yeah. even says, like, speaking of, like, great quotes, she says, I'm a cutthroat bitch. Like, I'm like hell yeah, let's see that. <laughs> yeah, show let's me, see girl. That <laughs> once. Not in the DR, please. Let's yes. see it once, not in the DR. Please. Like, it's like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spill out the secret. There's I, Do it. What else are you doing? Yeah, I know. Come on, girl. I mean that's the other nice thing about Jared being gone is sort of her fallback position of always having him to be a meat shield or um, an, a sort of built-in alliance because they're in a showman's. Him being gone, you're going to have to see her like spinning her wheels a little bit more and working a little harder. And that could be really interesting. Felicia, I want to say just every time I forget about Felicia, they give her a DR where I'm like, I'm obsessed with you. <laughs> yes. She had a DR this week. I forget which night, but it was like, I found out that my besties were not my besties. <laughs> yes. My, yeah, I have that written down too. <laughs> she's so funny. I mean, she's just like, talk about great casting. I'm so, we're blessed to have Felicia. I hope Felicia goes so, and I actually hope, I hope she's she really under the radar right now. Yeah. I hope but, they're like, you know what? You're a realtor. Sell the Big Brother house. A yeah. co-own the Big Brother house. Live there. Live there. Is anyone going after her? I really don't. I don't think no, so. No, not at all. Not really. Because she's just sort of like there cooking. I mean, she is a strategic. I don't know if I should say threat, but she's strategically, she's really good. I just don't know if people realize that. I think Saria sort of taken a lot of the heat. And she just gets to sort of be in the background, like cooking, cleaning, saying funny things. She has such a good social game. She has such a good, I think I'm wise. Felish is wise to the nth degree. We have some interesting pairs like kind of like settling out in this game. You have America and Corey. You have Jag and Matt. You have Nicole <laughs> and Felicia. Yeah. And you know, and then you kind of have Blue, Bowie, Suri, and then whoever comes back. Obviously, Jared's aligned with Blue. He's aligned with Suri. But, like, let's just assume Cameron's coming back. You kind of have, like, four loners. I mean, Blue is loyal to Jag, but not if Jared is there. Yeah. Bowie. Bowie's loyal to the crown. <laughs> to King the Charles. A sub- <laughs> much like you. Much like you. Loyal yes, to, yeah. to, to the crown. Yeah. As, yeah. As a... Um, so it's it's interesting like how you could have this shake out, but like Corey and America, that's a known pair. They were nominated last week. I think they will continue to be targets. Jag and Matt, I think will continue. Can like, I just say Jag has been a no? You cannot just <laughs> say. 
<laughs> Jack and Matt are the lamest of the pair. They are they're so the, lame. They're the pair where if they suddenly were obliterated from the house tomorrow, no one would notice. No one they would They just don't add. I'm sorry. Matt's hot, but like other than that, they do not. And Jack is funny. They do not add <laughs> any intrigue to the game for me whatsoever because I have no faith that they're actually going to pull off anything. Matt did win that veto in like four seconds. Yeah, Matt's a comp, his comp prowess, he's an Olympian. So yeah, I would hope so. But like, still, it's not like he knows really what to do with it. I think other people have to help him along, right? Like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm fine yeah. with fast forwarding. I wish we could have like swapped out even, I, this is how much I think they are honestly pretty boring. I would just <laughs> swap Jag and Matt and bring Jared and Cam back in. That's what I would do. They are like they are like just like the boys who are like we're boys. We're like partying tonight, <laughs> yeah. and they're like they're fun. Kind of they're like nice. They're nothing. cool. <laughs> they're totally like they're very respectful. Yeah, that's the thing. Sometimes you're like, okay, yeah, I I respect you as a person. So what? I don't want to watch you on this show. <laughs> like that's not why I watch this show to respect you as a person. Get out of here. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, like, but to to back it up to what you're saying though, I think Felicia. No one's going after Felicia. No one's. No one even no, talk about a zombie. We got ghosts they, in the house. Nicole's a ghost. I a love ghost. in any movie. I love in any movie when there's like a spy situation going on, and like the man who like runs the CIA or like the whatever special ops is there. Is there like you can't get Johnson? Johnson's a ghost. He's halfway <laughs> to to Istanbul right now. You'll never catch him. Right. Yeah. I um think Mimi could get a guest spot on CBS's hit sitcom Ghosts after her stint on Big Brother. You can't get me to watch that damn show. You can't unfortunately get me to watch that damn show. Sometimes I catch little bits because I'm waiting for Big Brother to come on and I'm just like they you know they started a podcast, Brad. <laughs> what? They started oh, in a the, podcast in the show, in or a, or like a one with like the cast rewatching ghosts. No, like in the show, a scripted show. <laughs> they start a podcast. About Every the piece of new media since two thousand and twenty-one <laughs> has had a subplot where, like, oh, they start a podcast. Freaking Killers of the Flower Moon. I bet they start a podcast <laughs> in Killers of the Flower Moon. I'm just reporting Can the fact. Can you spot it's the goat, the wolves in this podcast? Uh oh, we got a, we got a, we got a ghost stand in the chat. Moonlight Cruise says the British version was fun. Okay, the British well, version of most stuff is good. <laughs> yeah, is, exactly. Is good. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a UK office originalist. But we're in America and Canada now, so <laughs> <Yeah>. Who, <who's laughs> we can't. <laughs> we can't abide by that. Um, I also want to. So, just while we're on the subject of CBS, I love it. So, I was wa I was watching. I know there's like other probably Big Brother things. We'll get to questions and comments. I'm just gonna say I was watching it live on the Paramount Plus US CBS feed. Um, the commercials are 
almost exclusively about one, how dangerous cars are. So shouldn't you buy a really big truck? <laughs> like, like there was a commercial that literally showed like a Subaru. This was a Subaru commercial. And it was oh, like yeah. the Subaru crashed and was absolutely totaled. But the family was okay because it's so they were safe. In a Subaru. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, this is so depressing. This is very upsetting stuff. And there was also a very luxurious Penelope Cruz is in an Emirates campaign emirates like the luxury airlines airlines. sure and i'm like do they think that i can afford to fly emirates with penelope cruz because i can't why are they advertising during big brother that's why that's why like like um amazon web services is like advertising it's like well who's buying this or like (laughs) like a ceo buys this for a company but (laughs) like for them like well there need there there must be enough margin on it where we're like oh we need to advertise on like 60 minutes or an nfl game or big brother or this or that even though like our customer base is only about like 1200 people in the in the country who would like buy the service like a regular person doesn't buy amazon web services or whatever like these like IBM commercials are about like right, cloud Salesforce. computing. I don't know yeah. cloud computing. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, like, yes. Oh, gosh, I know what I, Emirates is. And it look, Penelope made it look great. But do you think they, they advertise that because they're like, most people are not getting like a full cabin with like a bed and like a, a microwave bar. and a TV <laughs> yeah. to fly from like JFK to Dubai. But we're just advertising to like the 600 richest families who happen to be watching and who Big love Brother Big Brother. And Buddy maybe. Games tonight. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. You're yeah, right. Maybe, maybe Billy Gates is is watching Big Brother. He's like, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll buy a $40,000. Bezos is definitely watching Big Brother with oh, Lauren Sanchez. Sure. I mean, she got him into it, you know? That's what they talk to people about at parties. Emirates doesn't do like LAX to, to Las Vegas. I don't know what Emerson says. All I know is that it looks great. Oh, no, yeah, for sure. (laughs) I wish I could fly Emirates. Um, I want to get Turkish Airlines also drops a lot of these ads of like someone of like an NBA player like eating some like luxurious fruits on a on a plane. And I'm like, that sounds great. no, I have no issue with Turkey. (laughs) I don't know anything about Turkey. I'm not going though. I'm not going. Um I'm not going there. You know where I want to go? home <laughs> yeah, i want to go home <laughs> um actually that's a good question where do i want to go i want to go to south korea um we got a red hot fresh off the press tweet from mm-hmm. slash kevin about the bb zombies like transmission so you know the card that um yes was red and it sounded yes. insane. BB zombies are coming after the double eviction. One will have their game resurrected. So that was what it said. Just I so that see. we're all clear. Yeah, that was a hint about both things. Yeah. Wow. Um, should we get to some comments and questions? Absolutely. So if I was, this is from Margot Ro- Robbie. On Twitter, if I was an evicted house guest this season, I would be pissed about the invincibility power and this new twist. You think that, Margot Robbie, but you have to remember the evicted house guests this season are like a doctor who's living his best life in a cabaret. 
Izzy, who's going to go perform with the, like the Met? <laughs> I mean, so they're She's not worried about around. this. Yeah. She's yeah, in they're New all, York they have great City. Lives. Where are you? Yeah. <laughs> they have great lives. Riley is going to go be a camp counselor. I don't know if that's true, but she had that energy, right? To be like a fun camp counselor. I think she's having a great time. Ryan asked Slither Ryan, formerly Slither Ryan, but do you love the Bob? No, I don't love the Bob. I have said this, and this is really controversial. And I think in this day and age, this might even get me canceled. But I think I think bangs are always a mistake. Yeah. No, it's not going to get you canceled. It's going to get you a Congress seat. <laughs> I just... Bobert's opening up our, in the Colorado Dines. <laughs> Do people ever get bangs when they're not under duress? Like, bangs are... I think there's like, who gets bangs and works with it? Zoe Deschanel. Other than that... Zoe. Other than that, I think it's a mistake. Sorry. Uh, I d- we never said this at the beginning of the pod. That look was a not. It was not, even though, let me just say right now, I do think I have those jeans. <laughs> They're like they were fine jeans. Black, they were fine gray jeans. wash jean. I, that have were, a gray wa- I love wearing a gray wash jean. Yeah, I think I have those jeans. Um, but yeah, I agree. The look was a not. It was a not. We haven't really been doing hot or not because I'm sort of like, it's tough. Commenting on Julie at all is a little tough. Because, like, there's something wrong with her. <laughs> like, I almost want to just ignore her presence. I'll, I try, but, like, it, you can't because she's just, in the Thursday night episode, such a big part of it. But Should, there we, change is, the, <laughs> should we change the name of our podcast to, oh, Julie. <laughs> or, like, okay, Julie. Um, <laughs> we should change it to buddy games. Um, buddy games, buddy times. Okay. Another question from Margot Robbie on Twitter. Do you think the season would be playing out the way it was if it wasn't for the writer's strike? I feel like they had to alter the game, introduce more stupid, more stupid than usual twists to have more episodes to fill the gap left by scripted CBS shows. R.I.P. Bob Hart's Abishola and Grover Johnson. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I do think it's because of the writer's strike. I think it... Seems to me, and I'm on the outskirts, I don't know what's going on in the entertainment world, but it seems to me like they're coming to the table and they're having more negotiations now. So it's possible that an end might be in sight. But even if that's true, there's still, you know, a lag, obviously, in between production and post-production on these shows. So, yeah, they have to fill this time with more Big Brother and pointless episodes and weeks of Big Brother. I apologize, but hashtag dating is wrong about this. This has no oh. influence on the freaking writer strike. It. No, I'm not It'd saying this thing has an episodes... influence on the strike. The strike no, has but, an influence on this. But yeah, but also not that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's still three hours a week of Big Brother. It's not like. They're like, oh, well, we na- now we have six hours a week of Big Brother. We have to fill it oh, with yeah, more no. shit. It's the usual amount of episodes of Big Brother. They moved the season later into the year because they didn't have fall programming. They didn't have new episodes of Bob Hart's Abishola. They didn't have new episodes of The Neighbors. Grover? Grover Johnson? <laughs> they 
<laughs> the timing of the season is affected by the strike, but it's not like they're like, oh no, the strike is happening. Paramount Plus's bottom line is changing. Oh, we should do something oh, really stupid on Big Brother. They already do stuff really stupid on Big yeah, Brother. Right. We it's have 25 seasons of fucking evidence. You're Rewind, right. mute button, BB Roadkill. <laughs> You're right. Brett, hashtag Brett's right. You know what? It's not that. And we shouldn't be blaming. We support the writer's strike here. We don't blame them for these horrific weeks of television. No, actually, the TV has been pretty good. But like production storylines, twists of Big Brother, where it ends up like all these weeks of gameplay were for nothing. (laughs) Like pointless. (laughs) Absolutely pointless. We have an email. Let's please read that. Title, The Pipsqueak Has a Doppelganger. This is from Athena. Hi, Brett and Danny. Big fan of the pod. This is more of a comment than a question. Every time I see that Pipsqueak Corey on the screen, I think (laughs) of Drake Bell in Fairly Odd Parents as Timmy Turner. I have attached the picture for reference. Okay. Timmy, Timmy, Timmy Turner. I only know about Timmy Turner from that song. I apologize. I'll, I'll, I'll try and share it or something like that on the on the on the, the whatever the YouTube thing that we're that we're <laughs> doing <laughs> that we're broadcasting <laughs> on. Timmy, Timmy, yeah. Timmy Turner. Um, thank you for your email. Yeah, I, I mean, looking at the image, I can certainly see a resemblance. I actually think the girl looks a lot like America. Whoever the girl is in this photo, Timmy Turner. Oh yes, yeah, she does. Timmy Turner. Whoever he is, is after my time, after our time. I'm going to speak for Brett, too. We're old. We don't watch Nickelodeon anymore. <laughs> so I don't, yeah. I, I'm not really familiar. No, I, I don't know any of these familiar uh, references. With Fairly Odd Parents? But, but I do think Thank that you. in the image, it does look like Corey. Yeah. And America. <laughs> so thank you Thank for you. that. Thank you for that image. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. 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 We didn't really um, talk about Bowie Jane this episode. We talk about her so much. <laughs> We're going to talk about her all winter when she's the fucking winner of PB25. Uh, um, we do have a we have a question um, from Tullinator in the Discord. You can join the Discord. Just tap, tap, tap a in the description of the podcast on the podcast apps or on YouTube, the description. Tullinator asks, what? was with the floss picks on Thursday's episode. It almost felt like SpawnCon, LOL. Yeah, this is live TV and they're flossing their teeth with those picks. I've never, I've never used the picks. I am a classic floss girl. Just got a clean cleaning at the dentist. No cavities for me. Feeling good about that. But um, the picks are popular. They're always picking those teeth. The when you have the when you have the full string when you're doing it like OG style, mm-hmm. it's brutal. It makes me not want to do it. I know oh. it's wasteful. I know it's wasteful, but sometimes the pick is just easier. And if it's gonna I, get me to floss, then then I'm gonna use the pick. Personally, I have no issue with the regular floss. Is it because it makes I know you don't? You're so a you're a psycho. No, like <laughs> nobody. Flo- okay, nobody flosses. Nobody no, I flosses. do floss. Actually, that's you why I don't floss. have any cavities. Yeah, you floss, but nobody flosses. And then you go to the dentist, and the dentist is like, 
yeah, everything's pretty good. You're brushing, but you really need to floss. And you go, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, we'll do that next time. Thank you, Doc. Thank you, Doc. And then you don't. No. But if you have the if you have the floss and toss, if you have the little picks, maybe you floss a little bit more. But it is gross on television, especially Matt like wiggling around. Especially his mouth, live like, TV. You knew you were going to be on TV. Why are you picking at your teeth? <laughs> Tillinator also asks: Were the results of the double eviction actually kind of boring, or was that just my opinion? Well, that what is results? your opinion, but <laughs> it is also boring. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what results? Not a question, Jump for Joy says, not a question, but I have an extremely high tolerance for watching filth TV, TV. And even I'm so not interested in BB this week. Whoa. Dang. You know what? We all say Tough this, critic. but you know you're all going to be back for this slop next week. Oh, it's like yeah. the famous, famous President Trump tweet now, unfortunately, deleted. Kofi Pardon? No, not Kofi <laughs> It was like before he became president, he tweeted about like how he doesn't like the new recipe for Diet Coke or something. But then he tweeted, who am I kidding? I'll still drink that garbage. (laughs) And that is that is just like, you know, we hate we hate we are not fans of Donald Trump. But that was poetry. What he wrote there. (laughs) Yeah, it it was. (laughs) Diet Coke's so good. He's wrong about that, too. He doesn't like the new recipe. Matt Mace in the chat like says, do you think that if the secret comes out, even if Jared returns, anyone in the house will really care that much? No one Julie tells really seems to care. You know what? You're right. You're right. Hashtag Matt May is right. I don't think anyone will care, unfortunately. Um, I think they will all be like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they will not care. What a flop of a twist. Flop. Add it to the Frenchie dice flop twist <laughs> section. Why don't you just roll that dice anyway? <laughs> just to see. <laughs> uh. Okay. You, oh, great new question from Unola. I think, Unola, you wrote your name in a way that it's kind of hard to read. Or I, I also really don't know it. if those are like Russian characters. Like yeah, or maybe it's Evnola. Or, I, don't um, know, yeah. I apologize if I'm messing it up. Are we going to just, are we just going to sleep on Cam's little I told you so moment? That felt like the only good thing that came out of double eviction. Um, That was good. So he basically told Jared like that they were going to come after him next. And mm. I guess he was right and got to say that to Jared. I thought that was a good, but here's the thing. And I've said this in this episode. I think it's all good moments for Cam, like in the episodes. I think he is a casual fave. I think the producers like him. I think they give, he gives them just enough to work with, like Brett said, to make him like seem different. And he was so the house underdog, house target. He got that amazing week where he got to feel on top of the world because he was not a, everyone else was a have not. And he was HOH. Like, I don't know. I think he has a lot of good moments on the show. I hate to say that was one of the good ones. Another good one. But like he has a lot of them. I don't know. <laughs> you I don't just know. Don't wanna, I wasn't, you just I wasn't like it. that impressed with it. No, I wasn't. I was like. Oh. Dumb people, which I do think Cameron. I, well, he's like a smart. He's like smart, dumb. Some people make a lot of predictions and then like they get to be like, oh, I'm right. It's like, but you, but you, but you were wrong about 15 other things. Like Jim so, Kramer. Like, yeah. <laughs> hit, those, hit those buttons, boy. <laughs> I don't know. Like, 
I'm sure he made a million fucking predictions. Like, oh, they're coming after you. They're coming after me. Oh, I bet there's going to be a double eviction. Oh, I bet there's going to be a triple. Like, we don't know all the stupid predictions that he says that weren't right. He seems like someone who he is someone who needs to simplify the world. Like, you just how he speaks, he mm. simplifies the world. Mm. He like believes in slogans and stuff, which mm, is why yes. someone asked last week where the hell that man was on January 6th. I know where he was. <laughs> uh, he like he simplifies the world into like slogans and simple this versus that sort of stuff so in my mind like someone like that always is convinced that their worldview is right even if it's wrong and they're like yeah well that's just you know so they make their own narrative and then everything will fit that narrative like we all know someone like this who you're like you're full of shit but you are writing this you are writing the story of your life in a way where like it's always going to be exactly what you thought right i mean maybe yeah. i'm maybe and i you just get know to be someone right like about, that but you yeah. get to be right about something because otherwise you don't have control right exactly it's it's a control thing for 100% and that is so cam that is so cam and that's the end of Brett and Danny's psychology corner <laughs> i know right <laughs> We don't, we are not doctors. We just play ones on this live stream. Uh, well, on that note, yeah. Thank you for, for watching, for joining us. Big crowd today in the YouTube. Matt May just getting his feelings out in the chat. If you want to <laughs> get your feelings out in the chat, you got to be following us on the artist formerly known as Twitter. Uh, we'll, we'll say what time, usually with very little notice, we'll say what time we're doing these. Usually like Friday nights or Saturday afternoons, something like that. Uh, you can jump in our Discord. Uh, the, the link is in the description and the things. Follow us on YouTube and the Twitter and email. Hey, Julie, big brother at gmail.com. And we'll be here next week. Bye, oh. Julie. Oh. Survivor also starts on Wednesday. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So we're going to be here. We're going to be here with a lot of things to talk about. I guess I'll have to watch a lot of television this week. I so. love, I tweeted this, but I love the 8 p.m. Thursday nights. I oh. love it. Oh, I mean, I can, for someone, for someone I can at be my in bed age. at 945. Yeah, exactly. It's amazing. That's a successful day. Yeah. That's one thing right. they did right this season. <laughs> That's a twist. That's a good <laughs> twist. Twist. 6 p.m. Why not? Why not? Replace the five o'clock news with an episode of Big Brother. Who says no? I would love that. Okay. Thanks for listening. Bye, Julie. Bye, Julie.